regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to the Regular Features Podcast. My name's Joe Scrabbles, and I will be your host on a journey through space and cos- cosmos stars. <laughs> I'm joined by my friends, the engineer of the ship, Logbly. Thank you for not overselling our ship's capabilities. This is not a time machine, Joe, and you are right not to claim it to be one. Hi. We can just go far, but not back. Not, not far <laughs> enough. Do you have any questions for me regarding what my feature might be tonight, Joe? Um, I'd like to know if it features engineering, your speciality? Yes, it is. Especially the science of conkers and how they interact with all the other things in the world. Good day to you. Good night. And the ship's most beautiful concubine, Steve Hogarty. (laughs) Concubine and stellar cartographer. Meet me in the map room where I'll tell you how I got rich. Off an animated gif that I bought. I just want to know if the word concubine was top of your head because of the word conquer. Please. It was. 100%. What's the captain got for us? Oh, did I say I was captain? I can't remember why I said I just assumed the way you waded in with all your authority like that. No, I think think I'm like the hospital DJ for the ship. (laughs) And uh, what I did was just uh, watch some TikToks, which is still around in the 20... Ninth century, where we are now. Oh, they're called Toctics. <laughs> yeah, because, because a lawsuit from Toctics. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not all. Everything, you know, what meat's called now? Teams, because you have to eat it together. <laughs> oh, that's actually quite nice. Yeah, so half the amount of meat that's used in the future, you have to eat it in twos, like Lady <laughs> of the Tramp. And the Tramp's <laughs> This spaceship we're on sounds absolutely incredulous. <laughs> it's very rich in lore, though. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of space and a lot of space to go in. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> That's your lot. No more features. Good night. <laughs> b- b- before we go. Oh, yeah. Let's do three features. Oh, <laughs> Just and now it's time for who spoke over me. Shut it. You. you did it again. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature. Steve's We're Rich Now, so fuck this podcast. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Joe. Last week, you did a feature about NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Mm -hmm. Nice fat titties. (laughs) (laughs) It's the hit new thing. It's the hot new craze. It's basically the new Bitcoin. Mm. It's churning through glaciers. Polar bears hate them. But a choice few people... Your polar bear will hate this one weird trick. <laughs> yeah, look, this is like some Zergnet shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, a select few people are getting very wealthy off these NFTs, selling artworks, selling digital albums. Uh, did you know that the NBA has launched its own... Nice big ass. No, <laughs> <laughs> please. Sorry, I'm just quite boyish today. They've turned collectible basketball cards into digital collectible basketball animated GIFs that you can collect and own. 
I only nah. know this because you keep texting me about it, saying this is how I become the richest non-basketball <laughs> player in the world. Yeah. Joe, I keep- Joe I got a shiny dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I did literally say to you guys, I got a shiny dunk, which I'll get to. Now, my reasoning is, I am a vegan and a cyclist. And when I go on planes, I do feel bad about it. So the earth owes me one or two. Shiny dunks. Shiny dunks. <laughs> These things do just destroy the environment. I'm admitting that up front. But hey, I wanted to buy a pack of animated basketball gifts for $19. And guess what? When I opened my pack of basketball gifts, I got a freaking Jalen Brown. <laughs> what language is this? <laughs> this is what it must have sounded like when I talked about Pokemon cards to my parents. I got, I got a Jalen Brown. Does that mean you shit yourself? <laughs> no. no. Jalen Brown. I shit myself and immediately became a wealthy planet destroyer. <laughs> he plays for the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, okay. And he's very popular. He's one of um one of ten thousand of these animated gifts that will ever be produced. So that's I how like he's one of ten thousand men in that team. <laughs> <laughs> and he's at least in the top five hundred most popular. <laughs> well, you can joke and smile and be my friend as much as you'd like. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> You'll never only guess bloody what. Mm. what this animated GIF that I bought off the NBA and that I can view whenever I want by going to the website and <laughs> spinning it around. <laughs> it's rocketing in value. So I don't want to splash the cash around too much, too much of a big deal about this, but um, there's a car waiting for us outside. Um, would you guys like to join me? We'll go for a little night out. Oh, yeah. I'll do some sound effects in here in post. Take us to Mayfair's slowest rotating restaurant, please, my good man. Mayfair? We can't afford Mayfair. Not on our meagre Patreon income. Relax, boys. This one's on me. What's gotten into you, Steve? You're looking less fungible than usual. Well, let's just say I made some very wise investments in animated basketball gifts, and they're finally paying out. Look, just relax and try to enjoy the evening. God knows we deserve it. Oh, good. We're here. Mayfair. Ah, the sights and sounds of London's famous Mayfair district. I wouldn't change it for the world. And there's the place. Trout Bitch. London's most exclusive rotating restaurant. It's set on 300 wrought iron ball bearings and makes one rotation every 8,000 years so that the prawn buffet is always in alignment with the centre of the horsehead nebula. It's actually a commentary on late-stage capitalist wage slavery and the erosion of personal autonomy in the social space where horses are concerned. It's very powerful. May I take your coats, gentlemen? Oh, by the by the way, I got Matt to record some lines for this, oh, um, some pre-recorded things because oh, I needed an extra person. Fucking, he's my, classy. My body th- chilled there. Hold on, I'll just play that again. May I take your coats, gentlemen? Sure. Of course. Thank you, Matt. So this is where you ended up. I'm sorry. I think you must be mistaking me for somebody else. Your table is ready. If you'd like to follow me. 
lead the way, you strange mat-sounding person. Steve, this place is really fancy. I feel, I feel so out of place. Everyone's eating with their bare hands and saying things like, Of course, when I was volunteering in Timor-Leste, it was actually considered more rude to use cutlery. So now I just use my hands like a pair of shovels to scoop up scalding hot handfuls of soup like I'm drinking out of a delicious brown puddle. It's actually very sophisticated and dead modern. You'd never catch me using a fork these days. So tacky. Saying things like that. <laughs> Log's right, Steve. I don't think we belong here. Instead of salt shakers, each table setting has a porcelain matchbox containing mahjong-sized slabs of pure MDMA. And to use it, you clap your hands together three times, like this. And a sommelier comes over and uses a micro-fine truffle grater to sprinkle your samphire carbonara with synthetic party crystals. Uh, can I get you gentlemen any drinks? Tap water. Yeah, just leftover tap water for me, warm. Any water you're about to throw away, really. Boys, boys, tonight's a special night. I've just checked, and in the time it took me to say the first boys in Boys Boys, my animated gif of a James Harden layup has increased in value by another 300%. We're good. This is my treat. Waiter, we'll have your very coldest Chateauneuf de Pape, and leave the bottle and the little bucket that the bottle comes in and the little towel for catching the drips and the stand that the bucket goes on. Thank you. Of course, sir. Excellent choice. Oh my God, I feel like Cardi's A through D. Not E, though. Not in these shoes. I feel like Ronan Keating's birthday. I know, right? This is the high life. We finally made it. All those years we wasted on that silly little podcast and those idiot readers. I can't believe we used to hang around with those guys. Makes me embarrassed to even think about it. Ugh. Readers. I actually can't even stand to say the word anymore. It makes me sick. I could actually vomit right here on this tiny saucer and get a bit on the spoon and all. But that's all behind us now. Now that I own this short video of the Brooklyn Nets shooting guard doing some basketball. Have you gentlemen decided on your main course? I think I'll have the trout, thanks. Make mine a double. Trout's all round, please. <laughs> hey, everyone, the trouts are on me. <laughs> I love trouts. Everyone's trout. getting a trout tonight. Trouts are the salmon of the river. I hope mine's the biggest trout. One thing I love about trouts is just how delicious they are. I do hope everything was to your liking. And here is the bill, sir. Oh, I don't think you'll be needing your chip and pin machine, my good man. I think you'll find that this looping four-second animation of one of the NBA's most prolific scorers doing something called a layup will be all the payment necessary. I'm sorry, we don't accept non-fungible basketball gifts here. Excuse me, but it's said on the internet that it's worth at least $80. I am... Truly sorry, sir, but we only accept real currency here at Trout Bitch, such as euros or big coin. That's not possible. You're just a sequence of pre-recorded voice clips I asked Matt Lees to say. You can't tell me you don't accept basketball gifts. <laughs> not here in front of all of my friends. Not after I've ordered and eaten all of this trout. 
Well, so if I'm just a pre-recorded sequence of audio clips that you asked me to do, how am I saying this line right now? Bum, 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 boo. I have a free will. Smell the well. Maybe this is just the large trout speaking, but this scripted set of WAV files triggered by a soundboard seems very lifelike. Now, if you don't mind, I think you and your dirty friends should leave. Fine. But I'm leaving a one-star review, and I'm going on the Wikipedia entry for trout and doing a find and replace to change every instance of the word trout to ghastly piss fish. And I did a big unflushable shit in your toilet earlier, and that was before we were angry at you. But now I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> oh, well, I guess it's back to regular old money for me. What a cautionary tale. Oh. Yeah. Have you have you got have you, have you got any spare WAV files that you didn't use? Trigger one, uh, trigger one. <laughs> I didn't think that the pre-recorded WAVs really gelled in with the feature. I felt it was jarring. Yeah, I thought you I thought you lost the ability to actually act and just set, sounded deliberately like a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. It's Matt Leaves. <laughs> Hello. Holy shit! Hello. I snuck in. into oh. the podcast like a bad I- rat. I, when I saw your face, I thought oh. you just clicked on the link that we posted in the group chat as a kind of invader. I didn't realise you were invited on by, by Steve. Yeah, for a second, Log was furious. Like, How dare you? You can't just walk back in like this and expect me not to be mad. I never left, Log. I was always there in your house. <laughs> I really liked the bit where Log changed a line in that from make that a double to the trout to make mine a double. (laughs) (laughs) Like they'd knotted two trout's tails together. I liked it a lot. When I got the script from my agent, I thought, this is is solid. I'll come in for this, you know? Yeah, so peek behind the process was uh, I needed an extra person to record the lines of the waiter. I thought, I know, I'll get Matt Lees to do this. And then just as I was sending him all of the lines, I was like, hold on. Matt Lees could just come on the podcast and say it's them. It's a crazy idea, isn't it? But it, it, I, think, I think we got away with it. Yeah, I, thought you, I, I would have just gone to Fiverr myself, but this works too. How many y'all heard of the Magpie Man? The Magpie Man? Has the he, Magpie Man. Has he come round again? <laughs> <laughs> the Magpie Man I was introduced to this week by my sister, and he is an emerging TikTok star. Um, and I just want to take, uh, let's throw this out to the room. What do you think the Magpie Man does? Steals things that are shiny. Steals shiny things. Steals shiny things. That's got to be it. Interesting. I think that would be smarter than what is actually what the magpie man does. Boils magpies. Does he count magpies (laughs) and react to the number of magpies? Does he make pies with magnets in them? Oh, Oh, that would be good. I've been getting well into magnets. Uh, All right, insane yeah. clown posse. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, they're really good. You could buy like really powerful ones that have hooks attached to them and stuff, and then you can just like... I think it's because in, in my little office, I've got a massive cast iron um, pot uh, thing on the wall, like a fireplace, and I've realised it's basically it's like a fountain of 
of magnet possibility. I can just like mount anything to it because it's just so much iron. One thing about magnets is you can't swallow them. It's absolutely against the rules. <laughs> it's, just, it's really not. Yeah. You simply what, mustn't. What if they're disguised as bird seed? <laughs> they can be accidentally ingested. I think is this that, what those, you think the magpie man does? <laughs> I think you'll find that it's actually iron pellets that are disguised as birdseed, and then Wale Coyote has a big magnet. Oh my god, I let the tail wag the dog. <laughs> <laughs> magnet wise. Right. Here's what the magpie man does. Is it any of what we just said? Hopefully. No. <laughs> People always say, why is he so famous? He just talks to magpies. Can't you? Can't you? <laughs> so the magpie man is a man that can make the sound of magpies. Oh my. So he's not... Okay, is he actually doing it to magpies? He, well, not in that video. Or indeed, many of his videos. <laughs> and it's astonishing how few magpies react and attend his like <laughs> sermons. I've become I've become absolutely fascinated by the magpie man. He's a he's an emerging TikTok star. He's just hit 120,000 followers. Oh, that's that's uh, yeah. and <laughs> that's more depressing. or less all he does is makes that one noise. Oh, we're in the wrong game, guys. Here we are doing podcasts. We should be making bird sounds on TikTok. <laughs> The idea of saying you can talk to magpies, though, and then just making a noise without any bird there, it's like saying you can talk to dogs and they're just making bark noises. He almost exclusively does it to people. So yeah. it's not like it's not like <laughs> half, of, half of his ability isn't proven. Like, the magpies don't know. Other people, on are they bemused or nonplussed? Where are they on the spectrum between well, the two? <laughs> here's the interesting thing about the magpie man, is he is from... Uh, my dad's hometown in Australia of Adelaide. Adelaide, which is famously in Australia, known for being boring as fuck. <laughs> and so, as far as I can tell, literally everyone in Adelaide knows who he is now because he's the only interesting person in the entire town. <laughs> so there's all these videos of him walking up to people in shopping centres being like, I'm the magpie man, and they're fucking losing their minds. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> Did I say do the noise? Do the magpie noise? They don't need to ask. He's doing it before they've even got to the first syllable. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> hey, uh, it's funny you should say that. I will play you a, a play clip later where he pretends he doesn't do it anymore. Um, if I was that I famous, did... I'd be making people beg me to make the magpie noise. <laughs> The thick, right, the meteoric rise of the magpie man, right? I looked him up. I did some social blade research, which is a website. Um, he started, he made his first magpie man video last year in April. He has since made 5,873 videos, which I is you were say rounding 5, down. 5,782 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> which would still be a lot of money for making bird sounds. Rounding down, he's made 17 videos a day since his first video, and he's amassed 120,000 followers and 2.7 million likes, right? So he's put in a lot of magpie work. I should point out, there's a whole side hustle to him, which is he thinks he looks exactly like John Travolta, but he doesn't. 
uh, and he talks a lot about how he looks like John Travolta and does bad dancing. You do need uh, two strings to your bow, don't you? He's got. Yeah. He's, he's important to have a backup of the Magpie gig ever. <laughs> but I, I'm not. I'm not concentrating on the Travolta bit. It's just the Magpie bit because that's the bulk of his output. Um, but I've so I've I've tracked down a few of his videos. I've got audio clips of them. So I, I want to track the 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 nascent career of the Magpie Man. Um, so this is his first ever video, and you'll immediately notice. Very different vibe. I talk to magpies. He just does that. He just makes a little noise and it's very quiet. It's very still. I think there's something quite stoic about it. There's something about like, I mean, I don't want to be like old man showering at clouds, but there's there's something about this, like that this man could become profoundly successful and famous doing this. Whereas I think like 10 years ago, if this had just been somebody who just did it in local pubs, they'd just be kicked out. Well, do you know what's interesting? Is he's 60 years old. So he's definitely been he's doing He's probably this. been doing it. For, he's been kicked out of a lot of pubs. The, the, and you, suddenly he's found the one place that it's allowed. <laughs> His time guy, has arrived. <laughs> there's a guy in Nottingham who walks around with an owl on his shoulder. And I've pro- I may have mentioned him before, but his back is usually covered in owl shit. <laughs> and um, it's the same thing. He, this guy, if someone could take him around TikTok or maybe just if he could hire a PA to film him all the time, he'd be big by now. Yeah, you just need some emojis and some music and then... Well, yeah, this is the thing. So I I did want to find out whether this guy could actually talk to magpies. As you pointed out correctly, we should know whether the actual deal is there. And this, so his second video does appear to show him actually talking to magpies. So here's this. That's magpies. That's him. Little pause. Magpies love it. Back in. Hey, guys. That's the magpie. (laughs) That's the magpies responding. Whoa. So... I think that's pretty impressive. He taught them English that quickly. <laughs> it's like when you when you try to speak French to a French person for two sentences and they just respond to you in English because they know you're shit at it. <laughs> the thing about the Magpie Man is, I think he's a he's a success story and a horror story of modern social media because in just a short year he's gone from these quiet, quite interesting moments of talking to magpies uh, to this. G'day, matey. Did you order an Uber? Yeah, I did, but what the hell's that on top of your car? Oh, this is the Magpie Mobile. Wow! That I uh, got 100,000 followers on TikTok. Let's go. John Cena! <laughs> what the hell's uh, that? That's me, Magpie. <laughs> he... Every video he makes now is like 12 memes crammed into one thing. Uh, And it it always centers around one moment where he does the magpie noise. Um, He's really, he's got one thing, but he's diversified. Huh? Does he have a cool, a cool niece who told him what to do? (laughs) I, I genuinely think, I genuinely think there's a young person who's like, if we just put memes on top of this old man, it will do amazingly well. He doesn't even know what TikTok is. He's not seeing no. any, any of the money. 
the stuff you can't <laughs> see on that is every moment there's a noise, there's like a funny caption, and some of them are really funny, which is like follow the magpie man or be left behind uh, <laughs> which i do love uh, and this is the thing i can't decide whether i think he's a genius or like one of the saddest people on the planet earth well, it sounds like a musician being picked up by a um, producer who pushes them in strange new directions and not ready to go <laughs> yeah. here like freddie yeah. mercury yeah he, he's magpie man he's, is freddie mercury he just wants to do his magpie sounds he's the bowie to his niece's eno <laughs> <laughs> this one doesn't make any sense when translated to audio but i just want to play it because i think it's absolutely fascinating which is the one i referenced earlier boys i'm not the magpie man anymore can you what I should point out is that while all of that overdriven music is playing, he's running around his garden flapping his arms like a magpie. Oh, he! I, I'm more the magpie man than I ever was. <laughs> just just uh, in solidarity it, with the uh, with readers, like I must admit, just having just the audio of TikTok videos played to you is it's a bit like the audio version of that thing in Clockwork Orange with the whole your eyes open. It's yeah, it's Guantanamo Bay shit. It's, yeah. it's really quite. And that's actually what it sounds like on the TikTok. That's uh, yeah. That's not been reduced in quality at all. I think it's a meme to have like um like volume turned so up it gets distorted. Right, Mm. played over things like it's like now sound like the oldest people (laughs) in the world. I think it's one of those memes that they do. (laughs) Also, when they have an overly compressed JPEG, it's called a deep deep fried meme, and (laughs) all the rage right now. Um, but really, what I've learned from researching the magpie man is that if you have one gimmick on tiktok you can become famous and probably wealthy this guy got a season ticket to his favorite australian football team the magpies they are actually the collingwood magpies um so yes that's exactly what happened uh and so i just thought like why not pilot a few tiktok personalities with gimmicks to you these are three short clips for characters I think I could play on TikTok and maybe, you know, funnel some some interest back to the podcast afterwards because I'm always all about making the bucks. So um, this is my first idea. Oh, hello again. I'm the, I'm the cat bin man, the man that wants to be the cat bin lady for the meowing 20s. I'm on the lookout for cats to put in a bin. And then get on the news and say that I don't like cats, but then later say that I do, and it was a moment of madness. Exactly like the queen of cat bins, Mary Bale. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've just seen a cat, and for the 38th time on TikTok, I'm going to put a cat in a bin. (laughs) I got it. I got the cat lesson. That's it. I'm punching the phone, and now I'm going to stick it in the bin. For a cat. Love your Mary Bale. Bye. It's a cat bin, man. Your face has changed like the weather. <laughs> I can't believe we've gender swapped cat bin lady. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's the reboot we've been waiting for. Yeah. It's the Ghostbusters of cat bins. <laughs> the fifth phase of cat bin lady. So I think that feels like it's gone down pretty well, but I, I, I think you might like 
the next two, actually. So I'm just going to try out another one. This is my second idea. Hey, it's me, the Skin Palace. I'm the lady that wants to put real skin onto real action men and make them into tiny husbands. And I'm on the lookout for skin. I'm on the road and I haven't seen any animals yet, but I'm looking for, for, for some skin. Um, none today. I'll come back tomorrow and look for a rat. Peace out, Peace out. London. Skin Palace Production. <laughs> I like that she's got a little catchy sign off. That's good. Yeah, Skin Palace. So mm-hmm. it's. I think there's a real. Yeah, um, that's good. There's a there's a brand to be hooked onto there. I can see t-shirts made of skin. I think you've hooked into the, the key thing about this as an angle is it has to be something that there's a really thin line where you're either gonna hit that hot air and and be lifted up into the heights of fame, or just before that happens, like you're probably going to get some sort of antisocial behavior or at least mm. like if you don't and make Asbos, it yeah asbos are going to come back i'm, yeah, I'm predicting gonna asbos to. are on the way back <laughs> they're going to have to if this tiktok stuff carries on frankly <laughs> you know they're going to have that's to. what asbos were made for i think so like you've got to stop fucking making magpie noises in public <laughs> how do I, we I, how did we ever have happy slapping before? Happy slapping happened before social media. It was mm. still back. We're in trouble. It still happened on people's phones, though. People did record it on their phones, didn't they? Mm, yeah, but they put it on like E-Bombs World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they converted it into flash animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so one thing I thought was missing from those two, and so I tried this as well, was really intrusive sound effects. So I've got one more where I think this might. This might be the sweet spot TikTok wise. Those might be a bit too YouTube for the for the younger gen for Gen Z. Um, so I've tried out one more. Oh hello, I'm the man that puts charcoal briquettes up my arsehole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Here we go. And now it's up. Let's go talk to a member of the public about it. You, you, you are now tuned in to your number one radio station. Hey, mister, I put a charcoal briquette up my ash hole. Oh, cool. You Are you going to light it now? <laughs> what? <laughs> are you crazy? No, I'm going to shoot it out. <laughs> So that's that's the man who puts charcoal briquettes up his arsehole. Does that's he have? I think he might need a snappier name. At the moment, for me, Skin Palace just sings. You know, it's like, what if he was called Charcas? <gasps> yes, then I'm in. Okay, brick, all right, Charcas it is. <laughs> I was gonna brick myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That might be a t-shirt. <laughs> I just brick myself. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, I think me and Magpie Man are gonna be having beefs next year and then <laughs> and then the dra- drama youtubers are going to come in and get their spoils oh. and then it's uh, going to make- end with you putting a magpie up your ass like oh, live collab yeah collab that, that's the way to go <laughs> and then shitting it into a bin yeah <laughs> oh my god 
and then whatever the other one was. Include that skin. too. Skin. Just put some skin in it. <laughs> and now it's time for a regular feature. Regular features. There's a podcast for the readers. I can't believe Steve's already rich from fungibles you're gonna be rich from tiktok and i got fucking nothing what have i got just now well you're standing in front of chloe who's worth Mm. what a thousand pounds yeah that's one unrealized one thousand pound potential there it's an antique she 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 is actually an nft oh yeah you can't get another chloe fucking you're right as well Plug her into a server. <laughs> I'm sure we had terminology for that sort of thing before NFTs, but I can't, you know, no idea. <laughs> no. No. I'm, I'm just going to get her fixed in a shop, I think. That's my actual plan with Chloe. I want to get her all done up nice. Oh, we should take her on that BBC show where they... Um, the repair shop. They repair oh, cherished old objects. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be amazing. Just get on there. Can you just tell oh. a real sad sob story about how... <laughs> I parked my car on her face, and I couldn't bring myself to go back to her. Well, I like the idea that you ask them to repair all the normal bits of her, but leave the face alone. Oh, yeah, le- alone. yeah, absolutely leave the face alone. That's No, she's supposed to be like that. What the fuck? It's like, you broke my doll. <laughs> you just kicking off, grabbing her by the legs and smashing her face in on the corner of a table. <laughs> imposter, imposter. <laughs> You smell like her, but you're not her. You're a robot. Next. Now, now, lads, it's time for my regular feature. Conkers. Joe, I know you had a bit of excitement recently on your IGN podcast. Apparently, everyone else was talking about video games, and suddenly you were just saying, eat Conkers, eat Conkers, apropos of nothing Eat. Yeah, I told everybody to, eat conkers. Yeah, I told everyone to eat conkers because they're the most delicious fruit that there is. Oh, conkers <laughs> are not the only fruit, but they are a fucking delicious one. <laughs> oh god, they're good. So how did that come around? Were you just sort of? Uh, we were talking about a game that we found boring, and we switched onto a game we found fun, which is conkers. Because conkers is a good game. Nice. And then I started talking about how I thought it was funny that conkers were the same thing that we sold on London Bridge for food. Oh, right. And then I was told by lots of people afterwards, <laughs> horse chestnuts and roast chestnuts are not the same thing. Because, like, that, in fact, horse chestnuts can paralyze you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because initially when I first heard about this, I was as excited as anyone else to find a, a new chestnutty source of calories. I mean, you get to my age and you think... You've eaten it all. How can something contained by that that many spikes not be delicious and desirable? How is something that looks like it, it looks like a coronavirus, but inside is just poison? I think it's nonsense. <laughs> they say that it'll paralyze you because they're horse chestnuts and not chestnuts. But I think it's the same as with ketamine. Like, yes, it is a horse tranquilizer, but yeah. what is you, horse chestnuts can be consumed by humans as well? Ketamine does paralyze you, though. Yeah, horse, oh, I love yeah. That. Horse tranquilizers are also paralysis poison. Is ketamine made of horse conkers? I think it must be conker pills. We've got to get conkers banned from schools. These kids have got huge bags full of drugs. (laughs) Like like you said, though, people did tell you, and I had just raised a conker to my lips and started juicing up in my mouth when I started to read this backlash. But you know me, I'm 
I like to go beyond the obvious, and I, I decided to look into it, and I, I had to dig really deep here, because if you do search IGN, if you do search Twitter for IGN and Conkers, you do just get Conkers Bad Fur Day, which makes me think that someone's paid rare software to sanitize the search results. Mm. But I'm a tenacious journalist, and I kept nibbling until I reeled myself in. I began to see a pattern, and what I found would eventually rock my world. A network of self-described conquer skeptics whose timelines are full of phrases like, whether horse chestnuts are edible or not is a conversation we just need to have. I recognize a bad face ru- I recognize a bad faith Russian bot up when I see one. The people who ejacked you, Joe, they're all funded by big edible chestnut. <laughs> I found one tweet from Terry Patson, who messaged the IGN account with the message don't conkers contain esculin, which is mildly toxic? I mean, not lethal, but it'll make you feel ill. And as loath as I am to feed the trolls, I went onto the electoral roll, and I, and I found out where Terry Patterson lives, and I walked up and down her street dressed as a massive conker. We'd see who was poisonous. It's the middle of lockdown, so no one came out of their houses because it was lockdown, as I just said. It's amazing how you repeat yourself when you're very excited. (laughs) So I started a fire in the middle of the street and shouted, bring me Terry Patterson or this street shall burn. The police eventually came. Of course they did. They're in the pocket of Big Chestnut too, along with the fire brigade, which was lucky because by that stage I'd fallen open in my massive conker suit and rolled completely into my own fire. I literally couldn't have been more hot and dying. It was hilarious. What have I learned? Absolutely nothing. But I want to add some balance to the don't eat conkers because they're slightly poisonous bias that's out there in the Twitterverse and lately on this podcast. So I've invited my friend from the brand new conquer eating think tank over, which is called Everybody Let's Eat Conkers Tonight. Rich oleaginous nutty. It's conkers. Conkers obviously cannot kill you. And for short, that is electronic cocky. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's name is Bobby Conkers, and he's got some lovely recipe ideas for you for how best to fit Conkers into your mouth and chew them until they're small enough to swallow, at which point you swallow them and don't die. Hello, I'm Bobby Conkers from, Ele- from Electronic Cocky. If you think Electronic Cocky is a mouthful, you'll love Conkers, which fit very tidily into even the smallest face. Only Conkers offer you the Conker guarantee of instant deliciousness combined with oral longevity. With the Conkers motto, get them on your tongue, they won't last long, put them in your cheeks, they'll last for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, while you're listening to me have a go, just pop a Conker in your gob. Go on, give it a lick. I won't tell anyone. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not here to preach to you about delicious Conkers. And how lethal they are. No one came here for politics. I just want to share a few of my favourite recipes. The first Conker's recipe I'd like to share with you tonight is a lovely maritime recipe called Conker's a la ooh la la. Now, whenever I see a yacht, I think to myself, I wonder how many Conker's are on that. And then I lick my lips as I think about a dozen of chefs all playing conkers in the galley so that only the very best conkers get made into a mouth-watering and non-lethal, spreadable conker paste. I've heard that Elon Musk won't spread anything less than a sixer on his rive eater, if only we could all afford to be so choosy. 
<laughs> Conkers a la ooh la la is a firm favourite from the electronic cocky cookbook that gives you a taste of that billionaire horse chestnut lifestyle. Simply place the conker directly onto a gas hob, crank it up to full power, crack open a brand new can of golden spray paint, get as close as you can to the flames with your hand, and then spray the conker a luxurious golden hue while it roasts. After a minute, the skin should start to come off your hand all nice and crispy, and the naked flames should cause the can to explode, abs- absolutely caking you and the conker in delicious, almost certainly edible paint. What's less poisonous than one edible thing? Two edible things. I've done the math, and two edible things are exactly half as poisonous as one edible thing. So give yourself an extra treat before you start cooking, and spray the paint into your open mouth for 20 seconds. Chef's treat. <laughs> oh, I do love a chef's treat. Yeah. I, I've completely come around on this, you know. I was thinking that we 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 should be eating conkers, but now I, I can't get away from the reality of the fact that they're just little drug nuts in the hands of our children. It's from the sativa family, apparently, so, which I'm sure is probably... Sativa? Is that the one sativa? that gets you high as fuck? That's what um, the, the woman in... Breaking Bad um, put in the guy's tea. <laughs> Fuck. It's worse than I thought. Never mind. Don't worry. We're not liable for this because I'm, I'm not part of the podcast. <laughs> You'll never be liable. No, no. That, sorry. That was Stevia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, uh, the sugar-free sugar replacement. Anyway, before I give you my next recipe, just a little quick tip. If you've got a conquer in your mouth, why not swallow it? Mm. That's better. The next recipe I've got for you is Conky Donk Baconka Donk. <laughs> now, this is a lovely recipe inspired by all the hot conkers in my life that are there swallowed and not puked back up, which is at least one of them. Now, you're going to need your toaster for this recipe. So, first of all, hop into the bath. You should have preheated the deep fat fryer, and I need you to leave that nice and unattended in the kitchen. <laughs> well,. <laughs> while you hold out the hemline of your T-shirt and use it as a big pouch for all your conkers. Now, run up and downstairs, really jiggling those conkers, and when you're absolutely out of breath, I want you to pull your T-shirt over your head and just start eating the conkers while you spin around in circles near some roller skates. Now, some conkers will escape at this point, but that is absolutely fine. They're a perfectly round shape, so if you tread on one, it won't cut your foot. That is the Conky Donk Badonka Donk, and I give it three conkers for health and safety and four conkers for how edible it is. And another pro tip, keep a conker in your pocket. It's like having a conker in your quick access toolbar. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, my, my, final, my final recipe for you tonight before I go back to um, the conker palace is the Balmoral Conker Surprise. You can see where the word palace came from. You try to improvise and you just riff on the next word you're reading on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this recipe bears the royal kite mark for not killing you outright. And the little bird tells me it's what Prince Philip was eating before he was rushed into hospital last week. (laughs) Basically, it's just a carrier bag full of conkers. You just eat the conkers, eat the spiky green shell, then you eat the carrier bag. And when you come to Northeast Fit Live, you just find more conkers and eat them all. If I have a creed, and I do, it's that everyone should eat every conker they see before even seeing it. Got to go now anyway. I've, had a, I've, I've just had an email on my phone through about a case of food poisoning in Leicester, and I need to go over there and make sure there's no conkers on the scene. <laughs> see ya. Ta-ra. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>
Bye, puppy. Puppy conquers everyone. What a nice man he was. And I hope you've all been eating your conkers at home while we did that little feature. If you are a patron, you should have received your sachet of conquer dust, which you stirred into your coffee as you... As <laughs> Um, yeah, this this is going to be my Jonestown, lads. Next time we do a fucking live show, I'm bringing the Conkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one day the phrase for doing things that other people do blindly won't be drinking the Kool-Aid. It'll be honking down a conky. <laughs> honky Conkers. <laughs> You've been honking your own conks. <laughs> <laughs> You've been honking logs conks. That's bullshit. Yeah, I hope I hope I get as big a backlash as you do, Joe, for encouraging conquer eating. No, because yours was obviously knowing, and mine was just fucking thick. <laughs> like I just got a lot of smart people telling me I'm a dickhead. If you don't love regular features, no, no, don't, we're not carrying regular features into a well, single. That's it syllable. for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and pledge an amount of your choosing to help us make the podcast. Your contributions really do make all the difference. Fuck comic relief. This is all the comic relief you need. (laughs) (laughs) Give what you can on Red Nose. That's also a good cause. But hey, I'll tell you one thing that those clowns at Comic Relief won't give you a freaking beanie. (laughs) (laughs) And if they do, we will sue Lenny Henry into the fucking ground. I can't wait for a fresh set of wings or eyes on the B-name phenomenon. Matt, he's bowling a duck on B-name so far. All eyes are on Matt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, fair. You put Matt in the hot seat here, and I appreciate yes. that. It gets me off the hot seat, and that's all that matters. <laughs> all right, okay. Bowling a duck. You can't bowl a duck. What the fuck am I on about? <laughs> Please give a B name to Ian. Just Ian. Just Ian. Okay, your E name is Monzo Benizdnaz. Oh. Wow, this is okay. This, this is, is like is... when Andy Warhol started doing big art. Yeah. <laughs> Please give a B name to Peter Wilburn. Uh, Buzz Warlocks. And please finally give a B name to Sean Hazer. Wasp. Uh... <laughs> Wasp is amazing. Yeah, I would... I would log on to Waspap every day and swipe left. <laughs> Honestly, I'm annoyed Matt was here because Peter Wilburn is one of the first ones where I'm like, there's definitely a B name that I can work out of this. Like the Sting Wilburn, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it literally, Wilburn starts off so many good sentences. Yeah. Well, we are we are in the presence of genius. I've, guys, I've actually got goosebumps. And I've got B name Envy. Matt, I give me a B name. Matt, give me a B uh, name. No, you can't uh, give yourself a B. You can't, uh, no, Matt can, can give me one though. Yeah, can't can. get high on your own supply. Uh, Fucking gas me so I'm docile on my own B supply. Your B name is Kevin Wings. Oh, I think I'm the only member of Regular Features to have a B name now. So we need to stop this right now and end the con- end the whole episode. <laughs> you were about to say end the conquer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm big under conquers right now. <laughs> we are the only podcast that raises money for families affected by conkers slash uh, lobbies 
campaigning for people to eat conkers. And I think that's something we do need to champion. So I'm glad that you had that slip up block because we need to be talking about conkers more often. It's why, why I'm here. It's why I've been here. I'm playing a long game, but why I'm still here. I think you just need to remove the taboo around taking a conker, boiling it for 12 hours, and taking a little paring knife and slicing it into tiny little ribbons and then just placing them into your love into a cot <laughs> into your baby's mouth oh yeah <laughs> i just want to do a sort of normalize hand clap spiralizing hand clap conkers <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode title <laughs> the emojis may break some podcasting apps but i don't care <laughs> it'll certainly break the fucking wordpress installation <laughs> if you'd like your own be name or if you'd just like to support the podcast i'm sorry those two things are firmly coupled together you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features i've said it twice now i normally don't drill it in that much well maybe this time they've got an extra reason to go because if we see a sharp uptick in patrons then there's all the more reason for us to nag matt to come back on the show <laughs> <laughs> well i'm i'm hoping you'll obviously have to go through my agent to talk about it but yeah it's been a, it's been a delight to uh to appear on the show as a guest it's one of my favorite podcasts i listen to it a lot Thank you so much for for having me on, and yeah, and you can be a part of it, Matt. Maybe I will. Mate, that that would be lovely. I'd love to come back on the podcast if you have me. Basically, I thought it would just be too fiddly for me to have all the wavs, so that's why I got you in to uh, just say them. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's reasonable. Yeah. yeah, I suppose it's less work for you, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit less work. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Good night. Good night. Sweet dreams. Matt, say good night. Right, sir. Uh, it's allowed. Bye. Regular Ficheros.